Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about writing, how you can earn money with writing, and even more, how you can get great writing that will help your company or your customers to get sales results. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Zainab Falak. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to learn more about that. In the first, I love earning money. In the second, uh, I love learning about writing, how to write great copy, because I found that texts are foundation of any content. It doesn't matter where you create content, you need to have great text. Website content, video description, audio podcasts without great text, it's hard. Literally impossible to get results. Zainab, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to choose this direction, writing, when we live in the world with AI, that AI will compete with us. Any insights about that? Yeah, interesting question. So I'm a 23-year-old from Pakistan. I am working currently full-time as a content creator, developer, writer, SEO strategist, you name it. I started two and a half years ago when I was doing my graduation in actuarial sciences. And initially I planned to um, become an investment manager, but when I got into this field, I saw so much potential. I realized that this is something that I really enjoyed doing. So I went ahead. I started working as a content writer. Um, initially I was working at Fiverr, Upwork platforms like these, doing small gigs, but then, um, I decided that there's a lot that needs to be discovered. So I created a content agency and that is how it progressed. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Awesome. Awesome. Love your experience. Uh, and let's talk about our main topic. By the way, uh, probably your hair touch me microphone. Uh, oh, I don't know I because see, uh, is that fine now? I can see some oh, much better much better right now uh and yeah okay uh let's talk about five thousand dollars tell me how i can take five thousand dollars to put in my pocket just to write text okay so there's multiple uh, so when you're working as a writer if i'm talking about myself or if we're just talking about the writing field there's multiple um steps if you're working as a writer solely on Fiverr upward, you're doing short-term gigs, that you're making, I would say you're making enough money, you make $1,000, you make $2,000 a month, but a certain cap um, appears when you're doing gigs like this. If you have to grow, you have to, um, what I think is that you have to create an um, organization, you have to create a process through which you can take clients, you can handle their needs, you can cover multiple niches, you can do copywriting, you can do content writing, you can even incorporate AI within your writing practices ethically, um, no plagiarism, uh, nothing of that sort involved, and then you can gradually scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, creativity. Uh, AI too can be creative, AI too can produce something new, and I found 
that uh, AI is a, is the best ever rewriting tool. But who cares about rewriting? <laughs> Customers, readers don't need exactly the same text that we they can find online on Google at any other places because everyone is looking for something new. So can you tell about how to be creative? I found that many companies usually rewrite and you don't need to hire writers for that. You can do it on AI. So <laughs> AI probably will replace, uh, even replace today most mediocre writers. So can you tell about research and sharing something new? Yeah, so I believe creativity comes from within. What you can write, AI cannot. AI only compiles a list of all the resources that are available already online, and it just creates something new out of them. If, they, if, you, if there's a need for a new idea, only you can produce that. So I don't think um, AI is going to replace writers totally. There's a lot that uh, um, there's a lot that writers can do. AI cannot bring in new information that you yourself can find. Yes, AI has a lot of potential. It can help you do. Um, uh, it can help you write. It can help you rewrite. It can uh, form your sentences better. It can even help you research. Um, I use AI to research all the time because a lot of areas that I might miss, AI would not. So when you're talking about just the ideas, um, your creativity, what you think, what and creativity is not just something that you can find from research. Like you can just research about it and you can come up with an idea. It's just something that it just may be at the back of your mind. You might have seen it somewhere. You might have come across an idea two, three years ago that you want to implement right now. So that's how I think um, writers, human writers are very important. Then mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about research. Uh, how to learn customers today because I see some cliche when uh, uh, companies, content creators usually use uh, tools. For example, they open SEMrush, Ahrefs, yeah. many other tools, uh, see this high volume keywords and can see, wow, I can get all this traffic, I need this traffic. But in the end, if you take high volume keywords, you will compete with thousand other great content on this niche and in the second it doesn't mean that you can sell by having yeah. these keywords because uh, uh, long tail keywords sell much better and uh, even if you have long tail keywords it doesn't mean that these keywords will cover your customers journey so uh, your customers uh, need probably need yeah it depends uh, something that help them during the way let's talk about that how to find the right keywords so when you're um, even searching for the keywords to write content one thing that you should keep in mind is customer is the king it that means that you need to have everything a customer would be searching or a reader would be needing uh, from the website you just don't uh, go on an app and um, href semrush and just look for the keywords, write content based on that. You have to um, understand the needs of your target audience. Based, once you have figured that out, you can use these tools to find um, low comp uh, high comp uh, sorry, low, uh, high volume keywords 
with less competition. That is how you start by targeting. Once your site has established, uh, once your site uh, starts getting readers, it has established its own value, then you can uh, uh, compete with, the target, uh, with, the, with your uh, competitors that is a ranking way higher than you. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have a comment that AI doesn't help you with the content SEO. So, uh, can you tell how to to use AI in the right way? Because today we can't ignore this tool. We, uh, probably, we, we not probably, yeah, yesterday we could. Today we can't. Uh, tomorrow it's impossible to ignore this tool. Uh, and, but... This tool is not golden button. Yeah, you can't click to get everything that you need to have uh, because uh, it's not creative. Uh, you can share fresh data. Can you tell how to use AI in the right way? I mean, like to save time, to increase your speed, uh, or even to uh, get quality uh, with your human touch. So the first thing that I really recommend every writer is to research using AI. Even if we just take the example of ChatGPT, if you're writing an article, you can ask ChatGPT to create an outline for you. It would oftentimes, in fact, most of the time, it highlights the headings, subheadings that you might have would otherwise miss. Uh, once you do that, you can ask it to list sources, um, credible sources that you can look up to to find more relevant content, to find uh, to see what your competitors are doing. So uh, how you should start is uh, asking AI tools to research for you, create headlines, find resources for you. Um, once you have figured all of that out, the, con uh, the SEO part, I agree, AI cannot exactly help you with that. You have to do some of that manually, for, for instance, a lot of times when you ask ChatGPT to find you um, high volume but low competition keywords, it often comes up with wrong suggestions. So you have mm -hmm. to do that part manually. You have to find, uh, if you're incorporating keywords organically within once you have written the article, you also have to do that manually because uh, if you're writing, if you're asking an AI tool to do that, it would just insert uh, a bunch of keywords inorganically, which is going to look bad at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. And you know, once I uh, yeah, I remember this tweet when Elon Musk tested ChatGPT and uh, he asked a long question with a lot of insights, many details. And what I found, Elon Musk spent time to craft this question uh, and he got long answer. Uh, but I see when people use ChatGPT by asking generic questions. For example, write an article how to lose weight. You can get like thousand others can ask the same. So it's not like lazy research. You need to spend more time even on ChatGPT. Yeah, the, the result it would be producing would be the same it would produce for any other person. So there's no, mm -hmm. there's nothing unique about what you want. You have to, you have to, um, you have to give it a human touch, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's talk about how to write text that people want to read. You know, it's interesting that uh, according to the average data, people bounce fast. It doesn't matter what kind of content they consume, video content, audio podcasts, uh, blog posts, books. Uh, for example, people usually read only 5% of all books. So 95% are ignored. And you know why? Because 
of, uh, I can tell from my experience. When uh, I take a new business book that uh, is valuable, but it's boring. It's so boring, you know, and many books are great for uh, sleep. You know, when you have problems with sleep, you can take a new boring book to read before night. You don't need to pay for pills. You know, you can save save money with medicine and sleep well all night. You don't remember anything from this book. But many books are great. You know, I love them. Uh, when I read these books, I can uh, live on this book. You know, I can forget about many things that I need in my life, like about water, about uh, meal, about sleep, because I, I'm part of the journey. I, I'm on this book. My mind is uh, other reality. And uh, I found uh, content creators can do the same. For example, once I spoke with Jim Edwards. Uh, he worked in Business Insider 10 years and he told me uh, the success of Business Insider depends on uh, writing non-boring content uh, because most content are boring. Uh, it can be valuable. Uh, a lot of value, but if it's boring, it's not valuable because people won't read this content. Can you tell how to create or write text that people want to read uh, until then? So again, you have to, before you start writing something, you have to put yourself in the, uh, in the shoes of your reader. Think, ask yourself, if I am asking for this, if I am looking at this query, what is the information that I would like to read myself? one thing that a lot of writers do to increase the word count is adding fluff adding information that is of no use just to increase the length of the article do not do that write concise pieces talk to the point nobody writes uh, nobody li likes to um read the two thousand words three thousand words to find a one or two line answer if the answer is small you do not have to explain that a lot just do that. Give the reader the answer. Also, look at what your what your competitors are doing. There might be a lot of relevant questions uh, which are associated with the query of the reader that he might he or she might um, think of looking for. So instead of them instead of having them going to a competitor website and searching for other answers manually, incorporate all of that in one single piece. This is mm -hmm. how I like to uh, make my articles. Yeah. Also, again, but... you have to make it engaging. You do not. Nobody likes robotic writing. Nobody likes to read something that um, seems like it's written by a robot. Um, engage with the user. Um, you have to make it personalized. Show mm -hmm. them that you care yeah. about them. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you mentioned about uh, simplicity. You know uh, that you don't need to write uh, some fluff. And yeah, I see often. You know when. Uh, people uh, try to extend the number of words for the sake of having it or for the sake of, uh, I don't know, they justify because of the average data, because competitors have such text in the top 10. Uh, I think it's not a good idea if you do it for the sake. But if you do it for the customers, probably sometimes readers need long uh, copies that's okay, yeah. you know, they need yeah. a lot of details, but it depends. We, we don't need to write for the sake of having. Yeah. And so, uh, um, end goal should be satisfying the customer. Yeah. If and, uh, coming to your website, he or she should have answers to all their questions. 
Mm-hmm. Once I, I got the quote, you know, uh, you don't need to write 100 words if you can do it for 50 words. <laughs> you need to how to simplify content. For example, uh, if uh, I want to go straight to the point to help my readers, uh, to support them. So can you tell how to write something in 50 words that my hands type in 100 words? Yeah, okay. I'll give you an example um, on a piece of writing that I was working on just right now. So, for instance, if you're writing about how to create macros in Excel, if you're working on this topic, you do not have to write about what are macros. If somebody is coming to your site, they already know what are macros. They need to know how to um, how to create them. Just give a small description on what you're going to show them. Uh, if you're going to list all of this down in, in steps, just uh, summarize it in one one to two lines what you're going to do and just get on with it do not um, do not talk to them about what are macros what are the benefits of macros if um, you should be using macros in excel what are the alternatives you, you should be using they do not need that they only need one simple answer how to create them give them that mm-hmm. yeah yeah nice nice uh okay let's talk about uh content structure you know uh, i think uh, most content are the same intro the main part conclusion uh, and we need to have logical chains you know when people uh, can uh, read content i remember even you no know, once i read the book uh, joe sugarman wrote this book uh, 40 years ago and uh, he mentioned that you need to have logical structure when uh, readers can skim your uh, text you know when they uh, feel it uh, that uh, you know uh, because i see when uh, people add keywords content creators add keywords and uh, you can lose uh, attention you can lose uh, this logical structure uh, because of sake of getting a lot of keywords for uh, the sake of google so can you tell how to do the right structure i mean like uh intro the main part subheadings conclusion from your experience okay so what i like to do personally is type uh, writing it all down on a notebook if i'm when i'm researching i would write all the points which i want to include in the article <clears throat> sorry which i want to include in the article and then i would actually make one or two pages just writing about everything that might be important to the reader once i do that i uh, make a list of how how a list of three or four headings that are very important to incorporate. I would start. I always keep the intro short. See, um, there's there's a misconception that intros matter a lot. It's not right. You nobody reads the intro. Everybody just wants to get into the article and find their answers. So keep the intro short. 100 to 150 words is more than enough. If if you can uh, keep it less than 100 words, then start about. Um, if I'll give you an example, if you're writing about, uh, if you're re- reviewing an, a social media app, talk about uh, what the app is before jumping into the advantages and disadvantages. Give the readers an idea about how it is different than other apps. Once you do that, once that is clear, you can jump into what are the advantages of the app, what are the disadvantages of the app. Again, do not um, do not make it very lengthy for the reader. That helps with the answers. If you can, you can even use um, bullet points. You can use, you can create a list, which is easier to go through. As uh, I, I like, I add in um, as much headings as I can because that makes it easier for the reader to just know which um, which point to stop at, where to look at, 
and again um, most of the articles they are uh, they can be well written within 100 to 1500 words you do not have to take them to 2000 words 3000 words just for the sake of um, google just for the sake of just um, to hope that google would rank, would rank your content and then just summarize it within 100 words that's it add pictures mm-hmm. that's very important yeah add lots of mm-hmm. pictures readers love pictures yeah you know it's interesting that uh, when i I'm hiring new writers for some projects. I usually uh, denied cooperating with writers who told me about the price for thousand words or per word, you know. Uh, sometimes even I cooperate with these writers if I see they have experience, they're good with that. But I tell them, okay, your, uh, for example, you charge uh, for uh, thousand words like hundred, two hundred dollars, okay. Uh, let's do uh, something different you know the average like 2000 uh, i can pay you uh, 400 dollars 400 dollars it's more than you charge for thousand words but forget about the number of words i need quality yes. spend more time yes. with research uh, i give you this time because i don't need to get uh, just uh, the number of words i want to get quality I don't yes. care about the number of words. I need to get only quality. Uh, forget about fluff. And yeah, I cooperate with some writers. They love it because they get more money. <laughs> and uh, even Google they... says this. <laughs> yeah, Google says that it rewards helpful content. So uh, if the writer is just doing it for just inserting keywords inorganically, um, making it lengthier and lengthier, Google is not going to reward that. Google has its algorithms in place. And um, yeah, that the metrics, it's always quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zainab, uh, by the way, I like your name. Uh, you. Interesting, great name. Okay, uh, I'm interested about uh, editing. How it's important to edit text? Because, you know, uh, uh, for example, book offers usually hire, I mean, like great book offers, hire like five, 10 editors. Some book offers have like 15 editors, a lot, because uh, some editors can check out Grammarly, dressed like uh, human touch, emotion, so they're different, you know. And uh, when they cooperate like a cohesive team, we can get great books that interesting to read. Uh, I, I don't think so. It's a good idea to hire 15 editors for a website copy because we don't compete with books, but we compete with many other website content and it's better to hire just one editor uh, for example when i write for social media i don't have any editors but if i create content evergreen content that i'm going to rank on google so i cooperate with editors can you tell how it's important to uh, have proofreading to cooperate with editors uh, for example if i get a copy uh, looks good but in the end i wanna make it much better any insights about that so um i think a writer should be doing most of the editing um, the editor's job should not be to read all of the content make major changes and then submit it for approval it should be a writer's job when you're hiring a writer um, if a writer is writing for you they should um, check it in grammarly they should make sure that the punctuation in, uh, is correct there is no grammatical mistake uh, even the format of the article is correct 
and the job of the editor should be just to double check so uh, editing is super important even i recommend all of my writers that i hire uh, they should re uh, revise their articles at they should at read the articles thoroughly at least three times and uh, cloud mm-hmm. you reading it to somebody that's very important that um, shows you how a reader would perceive what you're writing and yeah editing is important but a writer should be doing most of it themselves mm-hmm. yeah you know we have some sound uh uh on the background i don't know what kind of sound we have uh oh i think it's better now <laughs> okay uh let's let's talk about you know uh, uh i'm interested about uh submitting call to action for example uh if i take topic like weight loss uh and um if i check out on google most content Uh, are related to simple solutions for example uh just type on uh, google uh, weight loss reviews or something like this uh you can get headlines like lose weight for two months like uh, 50 kilograms uh, for two weeks like 10 kilograms uh, because people are looking for simple solutions it's the same with crypto when people uh, wanna earn money uh, fast you know even warren buffett told that he doesn't know how to earn more than 18% per year. Warren Buffett, one of the best investors uh, all the time, doesn't know, but people want to get a lot of money fast by investing in crypto or uh, binary options or Forex. Uh, or, for example, um, if uh, someone want to learn uh, new language like French, they're going to Paris and they want to learn uh, French language uh, for a month uh, to speak fluently with people there. Uh, it takes time. It takes time. It doesn't matter what uh, what activities you want to get. It takes time. So, can you tell how to be honest and transparent with your readers, but not to lose competition uh, with someone who can promise uh, I don't know golden button or anything else uh, fast? Okay. So, in your content, it should not look like you're continuously marketing yourself. You're begging the reader to click on a link and get the services. Your uh, your priority should be to address the concerns of the readers. And after once you have done that very thoroughly, once the readers have the um, have the confidence that you have that you really have the knowledge and you have the expertise to deal with their problems, then uh, the call to action should be inserted again organically. Then you should talk about how you can help them. Once you once you should take them under confidence that you have the ability to help them, and then you should um, uh, talk about what services you are providing, how you can help them. Again, it should not. It should be. I always like to insert call to actions organically. It can be in the outro. It can be in the middle. In the middle of the article, but it should be. Um, it should tell the readers exactly what you're going to do for them. So, if you're writing about, for instance, if there's a medical, the example you gave, a weight loss, um, if there's a weight loss website, and uh, the website offers weight loss bariatric surgery, for example, they should address the concerns a obese person is having, and then talk about what services they can provide to help them. There's certain. Um, Very important factors to consider. Again, you should, it should not feel like you're marketing yourself. 
you should care you should present yourself as if you care as if you care about the readers as if you care about the patients there should be empathy involved there should be concern involved even sometimes you don't necessarily have to uh, write that give uh, um take the service from us you can just talk something you can just add something like uh, request a consultation we're happy we're here to help you you can contact us anytime something like that would do the job too mhm nice nice uh let's talk about uh how to improve writing skills you know uh i found i usually get uh, much better results with someone who understands seo okay i can sell seo services but if someone understands then we can cooperate like a cohesive team because seos are not magicians we have no secrets we just do our job better than competitors you know we are creative in our ways we have our strong sides but secrets don't exist and uh, i found it doesn't matter what kind of things are you going to implement or do you need to understand and uh, the uh, the best way i usually do myself something i fail because i start from generic methods uh, but in the end i can uh, understand how uh, i can cooperate with experts who can do this job much better if i use my hands you know okay results are not good i can't do it but i understand how it works so can you tell how to improve writing skills uh, for the sake of uh, hiring the right people <laughs> okay Can you repeat the question? I kind of got I mean, I mean like I mean like if you start from scratch, uh what will you do today to improve your writing skills? Okay, yeah. Interesting question. Um first of all, I would definitely improve my research skills. I would look at what the competitors are doing. I would make a list of everything that the competitors are including and I would make a I would revise my outlines multiple times. Um uh, typically the first outline that you write is just a is just like a rough draft there's a lot of things missing in them i would would repeatedly revise them and then i would um yeah the main thing would be researching and yeah i would learn seo seo and writing go hand in hand when i initially started i had no clue what seo is and i would focus on that definitely i would learn mm-hmm. how to uh, i would i would learn how to churn out keywords i would um try to learn how to use different um, tools like ahrefs um tenrush i would yeah i would try to do all of that organically and of course in some areas try to incorporate ai as well mhm nice nice uh, i opened your linkedin profile because i like opening linkedin profiles and i see a serious lady <laughs> uh, who is watching and uh i see this moon uh background can you yeah. tell about your personality uh why you are so serious on linkedin because it's linkedin or any other insights it was just a random picture every time somebody asks me uh, i give the picture to somebody if i upload it somewhere i always tell people i'm not that serious in real life it was it was just a pose <laughs> okay got it got it okay um let's talk about common mistakes can you list mistakes that companies still do in writing and your tips how to do this job much better yeah so one of the things that most of the companies do is 
targeting uh, high competition keywords, thinking that even after writing a couple of uh, articles, they would be ranking on the first page of Google. That is not how it works. They need to understand that every um, there's, there should be a strategy behind every piece of, every single piece of content, and their content strategies should be um, strong for them to rank. And that too will happen with after a period of time. So this is one of the mistakes. One of the mistakes writers typically make is, of course, writing long content, not caring about the grammar, not caring about what the competitors are doing, just doing some basic research, searching on Google, rewriting that, rewriting it on in their own words. What I recommend is researching all of it, uh, taking taking your time to research, taking your time to read about what you're going to write, understanding it, and then formatting. Um, and then typing it all down. Your first draft does not have to be accurate. You have to, uh, I would recommend all the new writers to keep revising their work. And um, yeah, and being consistent. A lot of writers that are new in this field are not consistent. They just want quick results, but that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, let's talk more about your LinkedIn profile. Uh, you know, I scroll down a little bit and found that you have uh, certifications in Python for finance, investment, fundamentals. Yeah, two, actually, two I still missing. I have two yeah. more. I, I'm here to add them. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, help with writing, but you have this finance, investment, uh, analyst course certifications. Can you tell why? Why you bought yeah. these courses so, and how it can help in your job? So um, I I think I mentioned this before that I was doing my bachelor's in actuarial sciences when I got into this field and my uh, specialization is in investment management and life insurance. So there's I have uh, two separate kind of lives. This is what I do to make money. And that is what I want to do in the future. Some part of it, I am preparing for my master's. So I want to do that in risk management. And uh, the, all of this is for them. I actually managed to land a couple of finance clients because of this as well. And it, it's been very interesting. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. OK, uh, I have the final question about uh, the future, you know. so. Uh, nobody can predict the future. If I know the future, you know, the first thing what I can do, uh, I can go to the shop to buy a lottery ticket, you know, because the simple way to earn money like a billion dollars, you know, is just to buy a ticket. But uh, let's uh, predict the future. Uh, can you tell what kind of future will be in writing field? Because we have AI uh, that uh, it's not like the future, it's present. The future will be or different because it's only the beginning of AI journey. Uh, can you tell how to adapt today to this possible future and how you can see this future? Okay, so um, I think AI is going to be widely adopted all across um, the content industry, which means that writers that um, simply rewrite other stuff are going to be replaced by AI. You need to bring in something unique to the table. You need to bring in your own thoughts, your own views, your own opinions, if you want to be from the lot that still stays. One thing that's important is that you do not um, have to just, you do not have to think that AI is not going to be helpful for writing. It 
create plagiarized content, uh, blah, blah. You, ha you, you have to take it. You have to, um, if you want to proceed forward, you have to understand the benefits of it and how to use it ethically in your writing processes. You can use it to um, help you. You can use it to help uh, get help in research. You can ask it to create outlines for you. But at, at the end of the day, the thoughts, the ideas, and the opinions should be your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, Zainab, tell our audience the best way how to learn from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Oh, if um, I would be adding a couple of my blogs and LinkedIn, so you can check. Everybody can check that out. Um, I'm in the process of creating a, a professional website for my content agency, so um, a few of the updates about that could be available on LinkedIn as well. I am creating a lead gen uh, lead generation website as well alongside with that. I would be that's a very interesting project. So I would be sharing the blogs from that, the updates from that on LinkedIn as well. So yeah, just follow me on LinkedIn and that's where you will get all the updates. Okay, I got it. A lot of plans, a lot of goals, <laughs> but, but everything on LinkedIn. So guys, I'll submit the link to LinkedIn account in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Love for your valuable insights. Guys, you need to follow Zainab on LinkedIn because you can see a lot of value. Okay, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.